Howdy, partners, and welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 52, and today we're going to be talking about this week's newest episode of Steven Universe, Too Far. My name's Ken, and joining me, as is often the case, are... I'm GC13. And Ken, you, you come from Georgia. I don't think you can break out the howdy, partners. I can say howdy. I've been to Texas a few times. You merely adopted the Texas. I was born <laughs> in it! Oh, uh, and, and, and I'm Hunter. Uh, hey. So what did you guys think of this episode? Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was good. It was I good liked thing. it. I liked it. We got more, more of that homeworld lore, which uh, is making me wonder, why are we characterizing the homeworld so heavily? I actually, actually really did like this episode. I thought it was paced fairly well. I, I kind of didn't like the whole, all the time spent on the Robo Olympics and back to the bar. And I, I felt this one felt more natural. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was a little, like we said, cartoonish in the last episode, but it's good to see, um, it's good to see like a whole arc that I see uh, finishing up soon of Peridot just learning more things and how to coexist with the gyms. Right. It reminds me of those episodes in Avatar The Last Airbender where Zuko, when he's joining the team, he has like his field trip with all of the crew members. Yeah! I guess next episode is yes. going to be like Peridot having her field trip with Garnet to round everything off. Yeah, lots of people have been pointing that out. I want some Peridot Zuko fan art. A lot more range shown on Peridot's voice actor than we've seen before, or voice actress. Uh, than we've seen before. Cause, you know, she's, she hasn't been in situations before where she's been in a position to ex- exhibit a whole lot of, uh, I don't want to say emotion, but exhibit like different levels. But, uh, now, now we get, we get like a whole bunch of levels of Peridot and I like it. I like it a lot. Right. Like she has to exhibit actual empathy at the end of this episode. I liked her little comedy routine, rhythmic pulverizer. That's great stuff. Yeah. 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 And then her, then her voice got all, got all wheezy. Oh. God, I love you, Peridot. She's got him rolling in the aisles. God, this is this is great. And I'm also I'm glad to see that uh while they may be light years away and eons apart in technology, the word butt still gets across. <laughs> yeah, the way she said, that's your butt, that was hilarious. <laughs> it's weird. A lot of people have been pointing out that she has used the word foot in the past. So And she pilots a giant hand! Come on! <laughs> so the fact that she refers to her own foot as a gravity connector, whereas she refers to the foot of her lemon enhancers as just a foot, that's strange. Yeah, I'm not going to continuity police them over that. I mean, it is an inconsistency, but I mean, it's whatever. I mean, she could be aware of the term foot as a less sophisticated term. Yeah, it's possible. That entire sequence with her giving all of these gem names for, like, different common objects, I don't think either of you have read this, so this probably has no significance to you, but it reminds me of the trolls in Homestuck. That's like a constant bit with them. Uh. They're always calling things like your brain, your think pan, or Will Smith, troll Will Smith, because that's their <laughs> way of naming celebrities. Just, you're groaning at Homestuck, but I like uh. Homestuck quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't have anything against Homestuck or its followers. No, I, I don't. It has one of the worst fan bases I've ever seen in my life. I'm not gonna that. agree nor disagree with that because I don't okay. want to be the one they hate. Yeah, yeah, Ken, it's okay if they hate you. You're used to it. Oh, what does that mean? Whatever. Fair enough. Uh, also, before I forget, uh, we learned a little something about Amethyst today and. <laughs> The fans were right! (laughs) You bet your sweet Biffy it's gonna be a reoccurring thing. Please tell me you have a really big one for when Pink Diamond Theory is officially confirmed. (laughs) 
same time. No, hold on. I think I think I'll use this one for Pink Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Hey, that describes the Payday 2 forums today. Wow, that was a very specific joke, GC. But yeah, this was, um, uh, oh, the, the fans were right. Oh yeah, it's the, 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 the undercooked amethyst of, um, how she was supposed to look like Jasper. Yeah. We all, we all kind of noticed the hair and yeah. the spin dash attack and the overcooked run. And it's like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder if we just take amethyst's head and kind of put that on Jasper's body. Well, then it wouldn't have a gem, so we'd have to bring the gem over, and then we'd just do a color dump. Yeah, that theory wasn't as obvious to me as Servant Pearl. Servant Pearl, there were some clues and indications that you just had to ask yourself, why would these indications be here if that wasn't true? But I didn't think Warrior or Undercooked Amethyst was as clear as that. So it was very interesting. This was the more surprising reveal to me. I, I really thought the the hulking amethyst was more obvious than servant pearl. Yeah, I did too. Like the way that uh, all the amethysts were built up, there the theory had started pretty early that they had all been created uh, pretty much the same, and like they were all the same. But amethyst had been left behind for very specific reasons. Like I think it all started. Uh, I think exactly when uh, on the run came out. Maybe I just don't remember that episode as well. You should remember it. It's our first episode. Yeah, it's our first episode, Ken. Jeez. Of course, a lot of people. A lot of people are wondering now. You know, there people were always like, "Hey, isn't there a second hole on the ground in uh, the kindergarten?" And then we have Peridot Ooh. talking about how being close to the ground means the the hole's in the wrong place. Ooh. So we have another amethyst running around. Maybe you know, Garnet's just you know. Yep. Yeah, I thought the joke's really good. I like Peridot simulating sex with her hands yeah, yeah, to describe I didn't, fusion. I didn't want to say it, but that's exactly what a little, just bumping uh, donuts. You, got, you, you guys are just going straight to the dirty explanation. She's just, you know, they're, they're just fused. Come on. Yeah, I understand that, but don't you think it's clear that they, they knew what they were doing when they animated that? Like, they knew people were going to interpret it that way. Yeah, they knew. but you don't have to interpret it that way. It's oh, as dirty God. as your mind yeah. makes it. And no more. Oh, I'm GC, and I'm so much more highbrow than you guys. Yeah, get your minds out of the gutter. Hip, 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 yeah, dang, hip. right. I'm, I am so highbrow. I have two monocles on right now. You have glasses? I No, two monocles. And they're like seven inches below his brow. That's how high his brows are. Also, like, in terms of Peridot's jokes, I really liked... He has a whole room dedicated to expelling, or however she phrased it, yeah. that, oh, that actually was great. had me laughing out loud. Yeah, that was great. That was... I, I, I still liked after Amethyst didn't like the rhythmic pulverizer joke, just how quickly Peridot went from yucking it up to, that was the incorrect response. Yeah, yeah. I'm so funny! I'm loving Peridot more and more with each episode. Oh, God. You're the best, Perry. You're the best. Also, is Amadot a thing yet? Uh, I don't. I don't really get a shipping thing between them. I, I see where people might get that, but they had a moment, GC. They had a moment. They had a moment, but a moment does not a ship make. We'll have to see how they develop. Says later. you. I didn't even see the moment. So I was reading the AV Club review of this. His his reviews. I have some objections sometimes, but they're actually really well done. So. If you're interested in reading, like, Steven Universe reviews of episodes and whatnot, the guy who does it for the AV Club, A-plus in my book. But I was reading his review of this episode, and he talked about that scene at the end, and he said it was obvious that there is at least a little bit of romantic tension in that scene, and I was blown away. I was like, what? I didn't get that at all, and I've seen this episode four or five times at this point. There's people who sit in different camps about it. The, there's people that will swear to the sword that there's... <laughs> the, dang it. Dang it, GC. Uh, 
I like that. That was good. <laughs> All right. Uh, some people will swear up and down the walls that um, there's there's always been some romantic tension uh, between a few of the gems. Uh, you know, some people believe uh, between Pearl and Garnet. Some people, some people believe between Pearl and Amethyst. What idiots? Yeah. yeah who could people. possibly think that? God. You'd have to have two monocles on to think that. If we if we ever have them on our podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna chew them out. I'm gonna they they ain't gonna know which way's up. I tell you what, they ain't gonna know. Just have to follow the brow. But no, if we're talking about romantic tension, I I want to talk about because I didn't think of it back when we were doing Back to the Barn. But everyone kind of figured, oh, Pearl obviously had a romantic attraction towards Rose, and as we've learned, it actually. Maybe not. Pearl is just so completely devoted to Rose, you know, as her Pearl, that it looks like romance, but it's even heavier than that. Yeah, yeah. People people also said that of how, um, since they come from a culture that where people live for such a long time, that it's sort of represented as something that we can't exactly comprehend, being as that we live for about yeah, 80 years or so. And they just, their quote-unquote love evolves, uh, to put it in layman's terms, that it's not quite love. It's more, it's deeper than that. It's something that we can't experience. Another very Homestuck-like idea, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that it's romance. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you have the simpler minds like Ken, who don't believe any of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, uh... Uh, there, there are some people who believe that, um, it's just part of Pearl's character. How, uh, she has a very, she, she's, she's always finding someone to imprint herself upon. And sort she of going needs back to that. a leader to Yeah, follow. yeah, yeah. That sort of thing of going back to the servant Pearl and how she was with Garnet and how she was, yeah, with Garnet during the Sardonyx and how she was with Rose. Let's talk about, let's talk about Peridot and that permafusion. Uh, <laughs> making uh, her so uncomfortable. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, she's called Garnet War Machine in the past. And yeah, these we've, these are starting to border on like gym gym like slurs. Well, no, they're okay with fusion as long as you're fusing to fight in a battle. But as soon as you walk around like you're a gem, you know, when you're fused, that's when they start having the problem. Ooh, there is a. Uh... There are some lines that could be drawn here. There I mean, she some... even explicitly states Pearl's not a gem because she's a pearl. Garnet's not a gem because she's a fusion. You may be defective, but you're the only gem here. So yeah. that makes you the boss. Yeah, it's yeah, and more looks into that uh that ladder system hierarchy of how gems are viewed. It's interesting to say the least. There's one thing I want to talk about. There was a part or right after Steven shuts off the drill. By the way, uh, it's only a drill. <laughs> it's only uh, a drill. Yeah. That was good. I catch that the first time. That was good. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, that's the best. I think. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it right now. That's the best joke of the series. Best joke ever. What was that? What was I saying? Uh, oh, there's a part uh, where Pearl comes out right after the thing, and uh, a bunch of color like it, it looks like uh, it looks like stained glass. Like all these colors pop up. She's like, "We we were gone for a minute. And everything goes off the rails." I blame the cows. Uh, that seems far too specific. That's got to be a reference to something. What am I missing here? What am I missing? That did also seem kind of weird to me as well. It seemed kind of out of place, but I don't know if that was a reference to anything. Also, Garnet was perfect in this episode. You'll know when I'm joking. 
felt like locking Peridot down was actually a little bit harsh. Peridot, I mean, what she did was rude. I understand that. But at the same time, she asked and she just explained that it made her feel uncomfortable. Garnet could have just said no. Yeah, that's... Well, you know, fusion's a touchy subject for Garnet. I, I think, I think like, in a way, Garnet was probably already thinking, like, maybe maybe we should lock her up. Maybe we should, like, restrain, because she can still try and escape. Garnet remembers what the homeworld thinks of Fusion. You remember her lines in the extended, line in the extended opening is, I will fight for the place where I'm free to live together and exist as me. Yep. And then, you know, Peridot dropping bombs on Fusion the whole time where she, where, where, while she's with the group. So I, I guess it's still a sore point for her, even after a few thousand years. Yeah, and again, going back to the comment, uh, welcome to Earth, just, uh, Peridot's gotta learn to, uh, like, this isn't a homeworld anymore. You're, you're not in Kansas, kid. Gotta suck it up and learn how mm-hmm. the ways that things are. I just don't know that locking her up is an effective way to teach her that. <laughs> it's all, I don't I know, mean, it's a very minor criticism, but. This fusion is totally the boss of you. So do you think, yeah. do you think Peridot counts as a gem? Because some people pointed out it was kind of weird for her to say, yes, I am a gem. Yeah, that's another one of those reactions where it's like, well, they wouldn't have animated this if that wasn't intentional. So it seems pretty clear that no, she's not actually a gem. Wait, what What are we talking about? When she says something funny at the kindergarten, Amos says, you're a real gem, Peridot. And then Peridot has a strange response. Uh, why, why are we arguing whether or not she's a gem? Yes, she's a gem. We're not arguing. Well, oh. Pearl's a gem, but she's not a gem. Not as far as the homeworld is concerned. Basically, the the question is, are Peridots considered to have their own, you know, personhood? Like, yep. Pearls appear to not, and Fusions appear to not. Uh, we don't know. I'm looking at Peridot right now. Looks like a gem to me. Garnets are gems, yeah. and yet Garnet doesn't count as a gem. That counts as a gem. Yeah, hold on. No, Garnet's she's a, a fusion. Homeworld says fusion. I think we're talking gems. about different things, GC. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture are. of a peridot. And that is completely what I am not talking about. <laughs> but is she high enough up on the social ladder for them to say, yes, yes, peridot, you have your own personhood? Because hmm. they deny that to pearls and they deny that to all fusions, no matter how powerful, because as I have hypothesized in the past, the Homeworld is ruled according to might makes right, and they the strong gems at the top of that hierarchy have a vested interest in fusion gems not counting. Jasper seemed to identify Garnet as a fusion very quickly. Yep, just by looking at her. It took us a whole season, dang it! How? Well, assuming all Garnets are fusions, all she has to do is look at her and say, Oh, you're a Garnet, that means you're a fusion well, of how- a ruby and a sapphire. How often does a ruby and a sapphire fuse? And like, yeah. Jasper's been around at a minimum for thousands of years. She has time yeah. to learn stuff. I I just need a homeworld Bible. That's all I need. I think we need a season that takes place on homeworld. You hear you hear that? Let us be storyboarders. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat that drum until we get it, because you know it's gonna happen. We'd be the worst storyboarders. I just I just imagine the first episode uh, we storyboard just. How come Steven's drawn as a stick figure? Oh yeah, sorry, GC handled all the Steven drawings in this in this episode. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how this storyboard uh, is going to work, guys. What do you mean? Oh, uh, just, it opens with uh, Steven and the Crystal Gems leaving, and um, f- five new characters being introduced uh, that have all of your names. <laughs> <laughs> it's a better show. <laughs> And they just do a podcast every episode. What's the yeah. problem here? They're, they're good characters. <laughs> What's, I don't see what the issue is. And that one is so <laughs> handsome. Let's make a show, guys. 
your podcast ideas are sounding less ridiculous we're, now. We're gonna we're gonna need Sophia to do all the drawing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's mm. true. The only other thing I had to talk about, we haven't really touched on the emotional core of this episode, which was Peridot saying all of these mean things to Amethyst, but I didn't think what she was saying to Amethyst was all that mean. I can clearly understand why Amethyst would be upset, but I thought the stuff she was saying to Steven was like a lot oh, ruder. Yeah. Steven didn't seem to care. Amethyst thought it was hilarious when she was joking about Steven, but then she just starts matter-of-factly stating the truth yeah. of Amethyst, and Amethyst is like, what you mean about that? And she had just finished laughing with her insulting her friends. That's, I, I kind of yeah. think that that's like an even crueler way of doing it, just matter-of-factly. Because it's it's no longer just, oh, well, my opinion of Steven is that he's he's weird because he poops. Uh, it's, it's more so that, okay, uh, here's the state of how you are, Amethyst, and, uh, oh, you're screwed up. That's a fact. And she's even patronizing her. See, you can do everything a normal corpse yeah. can do, and you can almost almost feel her pat Amethyst on the head and give yeah. her a sticker for trying so hard. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a line in Portal 2 where Gladys GLaDOS is talking to Shell. There's a point where she says, uh, oh, well, let's just look at your file. You are a horrible person. I mean, it's right here in the file. I mean, that's it's in the file. Sorry. <laughs> that's It's fact. I don't, the stuff she was saying to Steven was pretty bad, too. She was like, you're a hybrid, and hybrid I don't even know what he is. I don't know. I think Steven is just better with dealing uh, dealing with that, just because he's... We've seen hints that, like, he feels a little alone, and that, like, he's been thinking about it. It's been churning around in his mind. And he's he's known for a long time that he's different. Uh, Amethyst, this was the first time Amethyst... Because, you know, what am I supposed to look like? She, she didn't know any of this. She had no yes, idea. True. Like, this was all new to her, and just... Someone coming out and saying, hey, that, that existence you have, it's, you're half. You're half you're of what you should be. You're broken. Uh, I know you didn't think so before, but facts are you are. And uh, that's kind of a hard thing to hit. Poor Amethyst. Maybe she has some more thinking to do. Looks like she got over it well enough after Peridot apologized, though. Yeah. Also, we got the phrase, uh, genetically speaking. <laughs> yes. Ah, but I, oh. oh, hold on. No, 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 no. I, I didn't get this for nothing. I didn't get this for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, this is going to get worn I guess out real we quick. haven't even talked about the Arrow One drill. Yeah, the the the, the, the injectors in the kinder, kindergarten. They're all Arrow One drills. Their finish finish is nowhere near as nice as the newer ones. Yeah, yeah. So, ooh, so they've been doing this for a long time, and they're still doing it. Yep. All right. So, well, that's actually a very subtle thing that actually tells us a lot. They're still doing that on other planets. Like they and haven't changed. The technology, yeah, the technology is perfected. When you say perfected, do you think that means? I don't. Do you think that like it still completely destroys the planet? That's that's going to be another interesting thing that tells us a lot about how homeworld is. You know, let's let's just use it as an oil analogy. Uh, as our technology for drilling improves, we get more and more oil out of the ground. So maybe as they're Injector technology improved. They got more and more life force out of the planet. Also, uh, someone in the subreddit pointed out that uh, when Peridot is playing her apology, points or the camera angle goes behind her and it shows her making a fist in the exact same form when she first uh, began to feel the raindrops. Mm. And a lot of people drew uh, similarities between that and this of uh, uh, she's still le- it, it It happened when it said, I'm still learning. Uh, which is interesting to see of how uh, Peridot is growing. Peridot is growing. She's she's learned something new every episode, almost like a little Nick Jr. thing, you know? Yep. Uh, but it's it's nice to see. Uh, I think that within, I think I think in three or four episodes, we will see Peridot 
uh, do something big, uh, do something like almost self-sacrifice herself for one of the crystal gems. Pos- I'm guessing Steven or Amethyst. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, that'll be the, uh, uh, you taught me how to love moment. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she's already basically said in that log report slash apology that, you know, she knows she can never go back to Homeworld because she is defective by virtue of working with the enemy. That's interesting. I mean, because we had supposed that she knew she couldn't go back, but this time she comes right out and says that I should not be doing this. This is a thing that is bad for me to do. And I mean, considering considering how they they feel they feel about defective gems. I mean, she's like, see, um, you may be defective, but you're the only you know gem on your team that's a gem. Let's do ratings. Yeah, not too good. Not too good. We were at one dot. 392 million, which puts us in second place behind We Bear Bears, which is at 1.589. See, that's 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 the problem. We're not doing a We Bear Bears podcast. There's not like that much of a story in that show, or literally no story at all. Yeah, there's, there's not that much to discuss. Yeah, it's it's it would just be this episode was adorable. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The end. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the only semblance there was of a story much uh was uh, a baby bear saga. Yeah, the baby bear saga. And of course, the, the burrito episode at the very end. Oh, yeah, but that's yeah. tying right into baby bear saga. Yep, yeah, it is. It definitely is. And the Occupy Occupy Bears episode kind of tying into that because they, they, they still hadn't established their their primary household at that point. But yeah, the, the sudden time slot change, I, I guess, it didn't do so great. This was second place behind We Bear Bears. Where is, where's Teen Titans going there? They haven't been premiering on New Titans Thursdays. Huh, interesting. I have, I, I don't even know. All, all I know is I'm glad that Steven controls its time slot. Now, if we could just get it another hour of reruns earlier in the day, I, I think we'd be in a great spot. Yeah, looking at these episode names, I'm I'm super stoked for a few of these. Oh yeah, Mr. Burnett tweeted that we're going to have uh, one heck of a ride for the rest of season two. Oh yeah. Oh, and uh, next next week's, or wait, have, have, they, have they said nope. they're going to? Nothing next week. <gasps> We're back on break. No! But they they teased it's our next one's going to be Super Watermelon Island. <sighs> Such is fate. How long are we going to have to wait? Till hmm. January. Till probably. What? Has that been confirmed confirmed? It's not confirmed confirmed. We might get an episode or two uh, before January, just like we did last year. But some people have said that, hey, you know, it's five episodes until episode 26 of the season or... Something like that. So they're thinking maybe they're going to Steven bomb us. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But, you know, just going on last year, we're going to have a pretty thin episodes, if any, until January. If last year is any guide. Yeah, they, they don't tell the crew anything on the scheduling. Like, they did the schedule change for this week. And Mr. Burnett, even on Thursday, was talking about it being at 5.30. And, but they had been airing in the 7.30 time slot all week. So they don't tell them anything. Well, we will see you all next week. We'll be talking about something, but it won't be a new episode. Until then, I'm GC13. One Punch Man is still fantastic. Watch it immediately. I'm Ken. I'm, I'm also Ken. Leave a review on iTunes. Oh, jeez, Ken, you're <laughs> the worst. Uh, I'm Hunter. Golly, I'm, I'm disappointed in you, Ken, you shill. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.
or, like uh, it. I don't know. I got I got this whole soundboard thing. That one you can use a lot. I like that one. I got a couple more. Oh, oh, one of my favorites. No, 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 that that's not it. Uh. It's interesting seeing uh, our format of, um, like, the first few episodes we had of just us sort of, like, boringly tiptoeing around each other. Just, yeah, I like I like this area, and there was some interesting things we could pull. And now, we're, now I'm pulling out trap horns. Because uh, that's what happens when you establish a rapport. This is why I never get too close to people in my personal life. Because <laughs> they all just bring out the air horns sooner yeah, I, or later. I, I used to have tons of friends, but then the air horns came out. <laughs> Yep, we went long because you had to you had to play with your soundboard. I, I that was not what made us go. Yeah, that was that not, not it. We spent at least seven minutes on the soundboard. Seven just minutes. Going seven through minutes. No way. Noise after noise. <laughs> I started a timer after about three. I got up to four and a half. So. GC is a liar, liar, plants for hire.